What's up, guys? This is Kelly, and welcome to the Ringer Podcast Network. Recently on the Winging It podcast, Vince Carter and Annie Finberg sat down with NBA All-Star Kyle Lowry and recording artist Rotimi. This week, 2017 first overall pick Markel Fultz joins the show to talk about living up to expectations and working his way back from injury in the NBA. Make sure to check out Winging It on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And welcome to another episode of Ringer Dish K-Pop Edition. I'm Kate Hallowell, and I'm here with the fabulous, multi-talented producer, Isaac Lee. <laughs> These superlatives, like, I kept keep, it tight on that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I really like the concise nature of this one. You know, it doesn't put too many expectations yeah. on me, but, yeah. you know, it's complimentary. It's, it's accurate. Thank it's you, accurate. thank you. I appreciate that. Um, today it's just us, because, my friends, this is an NCT Everything podcast. Yes, it is. We are so excited. Isaac, NCT in the house. NCT in the house. N citizens, all of us. Um, Isaac, I don't know if you remember this, but I think NCT was the first K-pop group we bonded over. Did we? I think so. It was, like, right around when Wavy debuted, which was, like, oh. over a year ago. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I was, like, really, like, starting to, like, be, like, out of the closet as a K-pop <laughs> fan, because, like, people yeah. were, like, responding to it. Well, I knew you knew about BTS and I knew you listened yeah. to their music. I didn't know if you, if you were into the genre right. as a whole until I think you like tweeted about Wavy or something. Yeah. So yeah, so I started with Shiny and then I got into like XO and BTS. But then right, I like started right, right, talking right, right. about it, I think during the last BTS comeback because mm. I was like, oh, this is like something I can turn into my job, which here we are today. Here we are. Um, but we started talking about NCT and Wavy had just debuted. And I remember you were like, 10, right? And I was like, holy shit, 10. <laughs> yes, and 10. like, that was it. <laughs> yes, that guy, that freaking guy. I know. So here we are today to talk about 10 and all the other 20 members of NCT. Um, and we're here because we have an NCT 127 comeback on the way this week. Neozone is coming out on Friday. Neozone. Yeet me into the Neozone, as <laughs> as I say. <laughs> It's so it's so tough like hearing that said out loud. Like it's funny when you when you read it. <laughs> Isaac, just go with it. All right. I um, love it. We thought this would be the perfect time to just have an all NCT everything like fan fest that we've always wanted to do. Um so we're gonna go through all of NCT. We're gonna do a like super brief explanation because if you're listening, you probably know. If you're not, you're my mom and I'm sorry. Um and people just notoriously find NCT confusing. So we're just gonna go through, we're gonna break down the groups, we're gonna go through our favorite songs from each group, uh-huh. our highlights. Lights, just go really deep in the NCT, as we've always wanted to do. Uh, neoculture technology. Hell yeah. We're all about <laughs> We're all about neoculture technology. All about it here in the Neo Zone. Um, I mean, I, we make fun of it, but, you know, I, I'm pretty sure they put a lot of thought into the name and yeah. it, it, it works. It absolutely yeah. works. I think it's one of the most ambitious boy groups out there and one of the one most ambitious. One of amb- the. I think it's Certainly, the most ambitious. I think you're ambitious. right. It's the most ambitious if we're counting it as a boy group, which I think we should. Yeah. Um, and probably the most confusing, but definitely the most ambitious boy group. Um, so NCT is the name for neoculture technology, which is something that SM Entertainment debuted in 2016. And there are four kind of subunits currently to NCT. There's NCT 127, which is kind of like the most traditional K-pop boy group under NCT. Yeah, that's their quote-unquote main group. Right. I consider it like if you think of it as like a high school sports team, they're the varsity team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somewhat like that. Yeah. Although, and, although I don't know, it feels like that's the more more encompassing group because like mm. you will pull out of that or right. You know that's what I mean? true. It doesn't that was, really feel like var- it doesn't feel right. like that's the distinction that we should yeah, be making. Yeah. 
so there's that. There's NCT Dream, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of the younger version. You just shit on my analogy, but I was going to call them the Junior Varsity team. <laughs> <laughs> More like Frosh Soft, you know? There you go. Yeah. Um, so they're kind of uh, supposed to be for a younger audience. Supposedly, they graduate out of the group when they turn 20. Supposedly. We're going to talk about this later. There's, yeah. We've run into some issues with that concept. Yeah. Um, we have Wavy, which is the Chinese NTT unit. They are part of NCT. I don't want to hear it. I'm tired of debating it. Like They're, they're, they're very, very clearly, clearly part, part of, of NCT. The first ever image for Wavy, the teaser image had, if you turned it sideways, it said NCT in the Chinese characters. Yeah. Like, can we acknowledge that they're part of like NCT. legally they're not supposed to say they're part <laughs> right. of NCT there's like some red tape and but, stuff, come, but on. come on like it's that's all like you know geopolitical right they're part of NCT very stuff. clearly yeah they're part of NCT um, and then we have NCTU which is just like a lawless land where any <sighs> members can combine the wild, wild west, to baby. create bops honestly some of the best work that NCT has had oh absolutely I think without a doubt yeah um, so really great stuff I think that they should use NCTU more than they do um, but we're gonna get into that later mm-hmm. shall we dive into 127 Let's do it. NCT127 is, as we just discussed, the quote-unquote main group. 127 is the area code for Seoul, the capital city of South Korea. It comprises Taeyong, Mark, Johnny, Jaehun, Toyong, Tail, Yuta, Jongwoo, and Hechan. And formerly, Win-Win. I have that written down too. I was like, if he forgets Win-Win, I'm going to throw him out of this post. <laughs> <laughs> Formerly, although some people think that he's still in the group just waiting, I think we can officially count him as a former member, but yeah. please don't be mad at us. We still stand win-win. Yeah, I mean, he, great dancer. Yeah. F- freaking fantastic dancer. Love him. All right, so should we start on our top three NCT 127 songs? Let's do it, yeah. How about you go first? Okay. Um, I'm going to start bottom up, and then we can talk about our shared number one. Yes. I have to say, Isaac and my K-pop taste does not overlap that much. No. But Isaac put his list in here first, and actually, we had a lot of the same picks, and so I kind of like veered right and left hey, a little bit. Hey, bops are bops, you know? Yeah. So I kind of just veered, you know, outside of that a little bit to keep things interesting. Um, so I've got very pretty personal choices. Isaac has pretty much my top three, um, <laughs> word for word. I'm sorry for taking it it's off okay. your plate. It's okay. I mean, it's, it just means we're right. Um, so my, I would say my number three NCT 127 song is Cherry Bomb. I'm the biggest hit. I'm the biggest hit on the stage. I'm the biggest hit. I'm the biggest hit on the stage. If you're happy and you know it, clap your wings. So, very divisive song. Yes. I used to hate it. Now I love it. Okay. And I think that people go back and forth um, or are one or the other. Um, Yeah, I have definitely not gone back and forth. I don't don't really like the song. Not a huge fan. Not a huge fan. I mean, like, if it comes on, I'm not mad at it. Yeah, and then it'll be stuck in your head for the next two weeks. (laughs) Yes. But (laughs) it's not a song that I go back to a lot. It's not a song that I, like, I think about as the iconic NCT 127 song. Sure. Which is funny because it was kind of their first hit. So I think this is the one that people remember pretty well. And this was kind of their very iconic choreo. They had like the split thing in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then this is like their big, like, you know, in a lot of their concerts and things like that. It's a big fan favorite. I really think like people love it or they hate it. And it has really grown on me. And I apologize for having it stuck in your head I guarantee you will walk away from this podcast and like this is a song that will be stuck in your head you'll just be saying like I'm biggest hit for the rest of your day but yeah Cherry Bomb I'm into it okay what's your number two <laughs> number two this is like my real personal choice is Highway to Heaven Uh, 
so good. Um, this came out last year as kind of the alternate release with Superhuman, which is their single. Also good. Um, and kind of yeah. a diff- different sound. I'm a little bit surprised that Superhuman didn't make this list because I know. it is really good. It's really good. I think if we'd done top fives, yeah, it, would, it, would it definitely it would have been four or five yeah. on both of our lists. Yeah. Highway to Heaven is great because it kind of features all of their vocals. Mm-hmm. A lot of NCT 127 songs are heavy on rap. Yes. Which like, understandably, they got some great rappers. Mm-hmm. But I love that they can show off their you know, SM is known for their vocal talent. Mm-hmm. They can show off all their vocal talent. And Utah especially. I remember hearing it for the first time and being like, Utah, you can sing. Yeah. You can sing, bro. This one really showed off like Hey Chan a lot, Utah a lot. Um, Johnny has a verse, which like we don't yeah, get that often. Yeah, We've we been getting get more, yeah. luckily. Um, but yeah, they also released an English version of this that has a really pretty music video that goes with it. And it's just like kind of that windows down, like driving song, which you don't really associate with K-pop that often. No, um, not at all. But this is definitely that kind of song. And it's not really what you expect, but I love it. It was one of my favorite songs last year, like in all of K-pop, for sure. Wow. High praise for yeah, Highway to Heaven. Love Highway to Heaven. Okay, so give me your number three and your number two picks before we get to number one. All right, my number three is Simon Says. When I first heard it, I didn't really like it because I was like, oh, this is, it's a kind of like dissonant. You're doing this major melody over kind of a minor beat. And then I listened to it over and over again. And then it really became one of my favorite songs because I think it's like it was a really complete song. And it it shows off every single member very well. Totally. Um, it's like NCT doing NCT at their absolute best. Yeah. It's like all the vocalists are crushing it. Yes. All the rappers are yes. crushing it. It's very much also like a Taeyong showcase, which, <laughs> yeah. which like, I, I mean, I mean, every NCT song is right. a Taeyong showcase. But I think some songs show him off better than others. And yeah, I think yeah. this one, especially like the music video for this, and like, it's very weird and like, not like disturbing, but it's just like not mm. quite what you expect. No. Um, and the, it does Them walking around. Yeah. yeah. Right. And the choreo is really cool. Yeah. Choreo is um, amazing. Yeah. And it's a very NCT song. Absolutely. Um, and it's like just kind of their, one of their peaks, I think. Yeah. I was debating between this and regular. Love regular. Which, uh, we will talk about later. We will. But uh, regular, I felt like Simon Says was a better version of regular, if that mm. makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I really also like the part when Mark gets to sing. He's like, you think you know it all. Like, that was yeah. like, so like, oh, okay. Like, they produced a song. This isn't right. just a whatever, a vehicle. Mm-hmm. Like, this is an actual song. Yeah. Also, we get a great tail high note in this song. Yes. After the bridge. Really good. The the gliding up. <laughs> yeah. Any Sorry, tail- that was tough. <laughs> Tough listen. You can cut it in. I'm an actual vocalist and I, I botched that. I, I'm so sorry. Um, um, yeah, so we get like the bridge with like Doyoung and Haechan and Jaehan and then Tail hits the high note. And that's just like my perfect part of any NCT song is like that combo. Yeah. I w- was going to put Chain on here as well and then I didn't. But there's also a really great Tail high note in that song. Yeah, well. yeah. I mean, he's... <laughs> he's so good. He's a great high note guy. He I mean, is. He comes from like a long line of high note members you know like designated high note right. dude yeah in every single group there, one of my favorite roles in any k-pop yeah group. <laughs> yeah uh henry in super junior sure. uh chen in exo yeah, for sure chen. uh changmin in tvxq it's like it's a very sm tradition to have a high note guy i love it uh, it is tailed for, sure for sure in nct all right my number two switching gears yeah like a lot touch <laughs> 
This is like a traditionally K-poppy song. Totally. Right? Yeah. It's very lovely. It's very cute. Uh, the NCT members are being rather adorable through the entire <laughs> video, music video. Extremely adorable. Um, and as a straight dude, as I keep having to mention on this podcast, <laughs> you know, this isn't really like for me. Like mm-hmm. they didn't make this with me in mind. Yeah, I was surprised you put this on here. But I love the song. The song itself is really good. It's so good. And it's super high, so I can't sing along to it, but <laughs> it's great. Another good tail high note. Some like nice harmony with Johnny there. Oh, yeah. And the oh, chorus. Yeah. That was, um, that's really good. Yeah, I love Touch. I was so glad you put this on here. This was like a sneaky fave for me. Mm. Like I, when I was first getting into NCT, I was like, oh, okay. Like they're wearing like sweaters, whatever. And then <laughs> like you just keep hearing it like on playlists or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, this song is so catchy and so peppy and fun. Yeah. It's great. I also think the choreo is really, really nice. They don't overdo it, mm-hmm. which is like a mark of a really good choreographer. Is like they don't overdance right. the, the song. I know a lot of K-pop songs that <laughs> you watch the music video. And it's like this is way too intense for what <laughs> you're actually hearing. Yeah, and uh, they don't do that here, and I applaud them for that. Great stuff. All right, we have arrived. We have. There was absolutely no debate on this. We both At, have the same favorite NCT song. Our number one NCT One Two Seven song is. Limitless. The queen herself. <laughs> queen herself. Um, Korean word for this is Muhan Joga. Actually, don't really know the in-depth etymology of it, but mm-hmm. it just means like expanding of the self forever. Limitless. Limitless. Limitlessly. Um, the key to loving Limitless is to never watch any of the videos or performances. <laughs> <laughs> this was a tough styling era. We don't have to talk about it. We can uh, just acknowledge it and move on. The song itself is so, so good. The song itself is incredible. You know, I kind of like the performance video because, I mean, You're right. the, the music video it's shot is, well. The music video is, is a real tough hang. <laughs> it's, uh, it's tough. Because they don't look great in it. They've bounced back. And yeah, I, I think the performance <laughs> video, although the styling is yeah. bad. The choreo is good. The choreo yeah. is really, really good. It's really cool. The little pointing thing. I don't know how to describe that uh-huh. in audio form. Like, you know, <laughs> you see my hands. He's doing you it, see yeah. my arm is doing the little thing. Yeah, uh, and the, like the little like under. Yes, the under thing. Isaac yeah, Thurge yeah. Trying to, <laughs> try to dance in this Listen, podcast Listen, you video. see the video, you know exactly what it. we're talking about. Um, But yeah, it's it's... A great song. It's one of my favorite K-pop songs ever. Wow. I love wow. Limitless. I, I don't love know if Limitless. It's up, I don't know if it's that up there for I me. Love it. But I just love that chorus. Like, yeah. And then like when the tail comes in right. at the end. It's so it reminded good. me of like an old SM song. Like stuff that I grew yeah. up with. But like more modernized. Because it's very hip-hop heavy. It's very like… There's like a lot of trap elements as well mm-hmm. in it. I think the rap in it is really good, mm-hmm. uh, which you can't say about a lot of SM songs. So it kind of felt like an updated TVXQ song or an updated Super Junior song, which mm-hmm. trust me, guys, that that's a real high compliment coming from me. <laughs> yeah, I really, really love Limitless. And it just like never gets old for me. Like I just like truly never get tired of listening yeah. to it. Yeah, I um, think I regularly go back to that song. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, NCT 127, just absolute bangers. Um, and there were a bunch of videos or a bunch of songs that we couldn't fit in this. Um, I wanted to shout out their Japanese songs and mm. albums. Um, NCT 127, obviously a very multicultural group. Like they're very focused on soul, but they have members from five different countries. Yeah. Um, their one slogan of, is from soul to the world. Yes. Which, which they have officially done. Um, which they have done. <laughs> and they're also from the rest of the world as well. Um, Johnny's from America. Mark's from Canada. 
Win-Win was from China, um, well, is still from is China, still from China, was, China. Was, was in 127, yeah. and Yuta is from Japan. Um, and they have a lot of Japanese songs and albums. Mm-hmm. And Isn't, didn't Jaehyun like study abroad in he did, Connecticut he did, like, or something? Yeah, he did like four years in America. Yeah, so he speaks a little English. Yeah. But they have a bunch of just really good Japanese output. I think Chain, which I mentioned earlier, is really good. And they actually just released last year Awaken, um, which was mm-hmm. like a full Japanese album. And it was so good and so underrated. And it has some really good songs. Blow My Mind is a personal favorite. Very tail heavy. As you know, I love tail. Um, <laughs> And they put out a lot of songs in English. Um, they've done a lot of English versions of their songs. And I would imagine that something on the upcoming Neozone album Do will... you... Okay, let me just ask you this. Because as a Korean-American, and I speak both Korean and English, mm-hmm. so I can kind of appreciate both the Korean version and the English version. Do you find that there is an appeal to, let's just say, the song Regular? Like, do you like the English version more? Do you like... Do you feel like you listen to it more because you understand all the words? You know, I don't. I would say that I actually don't gravitate towards liking the English version better just because I think, I mean, maybe it's just me, but I don't think the K-pop industry has quite figured out the correct translations for some of these songs in English sometimes. They just have have very awkward lyrics sometimes. But I do find myself like humming or singing the English version because that's the kind that gets stuck in my head. You know what I mean? Like I don't, the the Korean version, to a certain extent, like I'll I'll know the Korean lyrics just because I've heard it enough. Mm -hmm. But like if regular stuck in my head, I'm probably singing the English version in my head because like that's what sticks for better or worse, even if, you know, they're rapping about like queso or like whatever other English words are <laughs> Iconic in, line by Jaehyun. Honestly, really great. <laughs> um, well, walking no, with my... Walking with the queso. Walking with the cheese. That's the queso. <laughs> yeah, that is it. Um, yeah. Popping out casket fresh. Some really iconic lines it in regular. Um, doesn't really make sense. Uh, but to be, to be fair, not a lot of lyrics in American music I, makes sense I, either. Right. And I think that... I think a lot of recent K-pop groups have tried to release English versions of songs and they just like just feel a little awkward. Stray Kids just did Double Knot in English and that felt really awkward to me even though they have a bunch of English speakers and like I'm sure they have a bunch of people like listen to it and did it but it just always feels a little off. Um, And yeah, I don't know. So yeah, the English version gets stuck in my head and that's the version that I'll accidentally memorize whether I like it or not. (laughs) But like, like Highway to Heaven, I probably would hum the English version even though I like the Korean version better. Yeah. So yeah. uh, I just, yeah, I just wanted to ask just because I, with the song like regular with Highway to Heaven, mm -hmm. I actually prefer the English versions Mm. musically. Mm -hmm. But like, I remember the lyrics for Korean. So we're like opposites. We're kind of (laughs) opposites. Yeah. We're learning so much. Because I, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of English is in Korean music anyways. Right. You know? That's true. So that unified kind of sonic texture, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. as a, a musician, I hate to pull that card. <laughs> Pulling so many a, cards. <laughs> as a musician, I appreciate that more. But I mean, yeah. Actually, yeah, that makes sense. Then like yeah. not having to switch back and forth in your head. Um, so yeah, 127 has a comeback coming up this week. Um, Neozone is the name of the album. Very retro theme. I'm actually really into it. Mm. So um, you've heard this album. I have, yeah. Um, the lead single is Kick It. Mm-hmm. Very upbeat. They're Well, based on the preview images, we haven't seen the music video yet, but um, a lot of like retro, like Chinese action movie themes to this, huh. which I like. And then I would say that they they did a really interesting thing where they released like minute and a half snippets of almost all the songs on the album in oh, video wow. form. I have not seen these. Yeah, and fans were supposed to like engage with them and vote and then like whichever one they like the best is going to be like the additional stage for this comeback. Oh, I think is okay, the that's theory. really cool. It is cool. So yeah. mo- the fans have heard 
at least parts of all of these songs. Yeah. So I feel safe talking about them. Um, but Love Me Now and Sit Down were my, my two favorites from the upcoming album. Um, one of which is kind of like Touch, where it's just kind of like peppy and fun and pretty. Mm. Um, and then the other one is like very high energy. So we will see how this comeback goes. I hope it goes well. Um, they haven't made as big of a push in America as they did with Superhuman. Mm. Um, they're not here. They're not like doing, you know, morning shows or anything. Right. But I think that they'll be here for their tour in the summer. And so maybe they'll, they'll do another round then. So we'll I, see. I like the fact that they're Taking a little bit of a break. Me, a break, quote unquote. Quote unquote break. <laughs> As uh, Taeyong and Mark return from Super M tour. <laughs> do they sleep? They I, do I'm not. Just, I really worry for them. I really want yeah. their well-being to be yes. taken care of. Uh, actually, speaking of the uh, Mark Lee who never sleeps, should we transition <laughs> to the next group? Yes, we should. All right. Let's talk NCT Dream. NCT Dream, like we said, is sort of the, the younger version of 127 where mm-hmm. it's focused on a younger audience. Um, it's made up of Hechan, Renjun, Chunla, Jisung, Jeno, Jamin, and formerly Mark Lee, who mm. now has graduated. Um, yeah, so the concept of yes. this was supposed to have members that were under the age of 20, Korean age 20, which is uh, right. 18, 19 in terms of counting years. Right. Which 20 in Korea, you become an adult. So Dream is supposed to only have members who aren't adults. Right. Now, the issue with this is that as of this year, four of the six remaining members are 20 years old Korean age. Right. And they and, are still in the group. Right. And I think the idea was that, you know, first Mark graduated yes. out and he was already in every other group anyway. So like that was a change, yeah. but it wasn't that crazy, I uh-huh. think. And Hitchon also is in 127 and also like wasn't always necessarily there for, you know, dream activities and stuff like that. And I think the main issue is like people like these members together. Yeah. They don't want new members. They, they have want, really good chemistry. And NCT Dream has a ton of hits. Yes. They're extremely good. They have mm-hmm. great chemistry. And I don't, I'm not saying like bring Mark Lee back because he has enough groups. But I think this is a good idea. And yeah. I think it has merit to a certain extent. But like I think that they need to recognize that. I was going to do this rant later. But like recognize that like this worked. And yeah. this is a popular boy group. And like make this a fixed unit. <laughs> I... Don't know what's going to happen with this unit. We don't know any. Yeah. There are a lot of rumors. Um, In August last year, there was a quote unquote like leaked SM memo. People don't know if it's real or not. This is total speculation. But there Mm -hmm. were rumors that um, there was going to be an NCT X that was like Jeno and Jamin and two new members. There was going to be a new NCT Dream with just Jisung and new members. There were rumors they were going to put Runjun and Chunla and Wavy because they're Chinese. This is all just speculation. And, you know, we don't know if this memo is real or not. We have no idea what they're going to do. I don't know that SM necessarily knows what they're going to do because I think it's kind of a shifting thing. But I just don't think they should be afraid to just make NCT Dream NCT Dream. Like, just let it stay as it is. And they've still been doing dream shows, even though they're all 20 or Mm -hmm. most of them are 20. So, like, I actually do kind of have faith that they'll, like, see the light and be like, this is crazy. Let them be NCT Dream. Yeah. I don't know. Having faith in SM Entertainment has know, historically not worked out well. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Um, well, let's be positive for the yes. time being and look back on our top three NCT Dream songs each. Let's do it. We have one overlap here. Should we talk about that one first? Yeah, and let's then, do it. It's, okay. it's your number three. It is. My number three, Isaac's number two. This is We Go Up. We Go Up. very NCT Dream song. Yeah, incredible song. Yeah. Um, Super peppy, super high energy. 
Um, just like what you want from NCT Dream. Yeah, it's very simple. There's no mm-hmm. gimmicks. The production of it is is very straightforward. But I just think it it highlights. This is something that I love about K-pop songs is that when when it's done right, it highlights the members' best abilities. Mm. It highlights the members' talent. And I think this song really effectively does that. And the choreo is insane. It's great. It's not as insane as a song that we'll discuss momentarily, but <laughs> it is. This is when you realize, oh, these guys are kids. Yeah. And so like they're making them do high energy stuff and they're doing it well. I remember when I watched the dance practice for this. That was the first time I was really like, oh, Mark Lee is like a dancer. Oh, he is. And he is. And you forget because so he good. does everything else, you know, and you just like kind of forget. Especially when he's in 127 and he's got Taehyung in front of him and like, what are you supposed to do there? Yeah, you like, know? But like, he <laughs> yeah. gets he gets in Dream and like, especially when we go up, I remember he was just like bouncing around, like jumping for like three and a half minutes straight throughout mm-hmm. this dance. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I remember watching, um, <laughs> this is what I do in my spare time. I remember watching them record this song. They have like a YouTube video on in an SM. Did you watch this, by the way? I probably have seen it. Okay. <laughs> we do the same um, things in our spare time, I think. <laughs> That's why we're here. <laughs> Um, I think it was Renjin who was like, oh, I have a cold and I like didn't do well in the recording. Oh. I was like, you sound great, dude. What my child, talking about? my child Renjin. Um, and they're truly kids. And I think that's the charm of this group, even yeah. as people who are older, you know, it's kind of like, oh, kids have something to say. They have, you know, Absolutely. they can make great music and they can make great art. And uh, I don't know. It's just a solid song. It's really good. It's super catchy also. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they really do have just like this special energy that like only teens can have. Yeah, and I yeah. know that seems dumb because like so many K-pop groups have people in their early 20s and like a ton of energy. But like they just have this special like pure energy. <laughs> Innocence. Yeah. Like, oh, we, we came home from school and then we showed up to work and we just did this. <laughs> right, we just cranked this out. Yeah. Um, I guess speaking of that, I can get into my number two. Yeah, go ahead. Which is Chewing Gum. Um, this, this was NCT Dream's debut song. And I can't believe that they looked at these children and they were like, you're adorable and you worked so hard. And guess what? We're going to make you dance on hoverboards. This is... Uh, Absolutely insane. A tough look. Absolutely insane. Um, I still kind of can't believe it happens. They did it. So they, they do this song, a very like high energy, like peppy yeah. song. And it's very cutesy. It's still a bop. You still hear it everywhere, honestly. Yeah, it's good. My problem with this is like, this is kind of perpetuating the stereotype that K-pop is weird. Because this is weird. <laughs> it's very you know, weird. Even as a Korean person, like, oh, this is bizarre. You know? it's, it's such a feat, though, that they it did is, it. It, it. They pulled it off. They pulled oh, it yeah. off. Like, for yeah. sure, they pulled it off. But if I grew up anywhere else in the world and I had no idea what K-pop was. You and don't I think you'd be impressed? this video... I think I'd be bewildered first and then I'd be impressed. You know what <laughs> I mean? That's fair. Like That's I would have fair. to get over the barrier of, oh, this is not like anything I've ever seen before mm-hmm. in a bad way before <laughs> I go to, this is not like anything I've seen before in a good way. That's so funny. I have the Does total opposite. I think it's amazing. I, I, I like I actually mean, can't believe it. Like I'm like, holy shit. I can't believe they pulled this off. I guess this is coming from just being Asian American all my life and, <laughs> and like having to like, assimilate my sure, culture sure. you know into the conformities of whatever mm-hmm. uh, sorry to get all political no, but uh, I must stress 
I like this. Sure. And it's a good song. Yeah. And no, it is, I li- it's fascinating that that's your take. That did not occur to me. But that totally makes sense. Yeah, so I just don't want to... I guess I'm coming from a place of I don't want Westerners to think of the identity of being Korean as like this weird thing. Yeah, I get that. That Sorry makes sense. Sorry to get deep. No, please. Well, they don't have to do it with hoverboards anymore, thankfully. Yes, thank I'm God. sure they're thrilled every time. And they probably look back and are like, how did we do that? Um, oh, I'm I'm pretty sure there's <laughs> there's probably some record of them talking about them it being as well. like, oh, thank like, God, we never did that again. That? Remember when we debuted not on like our feet? <laughs> um, but yeah, that was my number two. Yeah, and then my number one, and I actually phoned a friend for this one um, because I like Dream a lot, but they're not like my favorite NCT unit just in mm-hmm. terms of like deep diving. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I texted my friend Crystal Bell at MTV. I have to give her a shout out because she's the biggest dream head Just that I know. Crystal. Um, and she steered me in the right direction with this one, which as soon as I heard it, I was like, this is my number one. Um, this is my first and last. first NCT song to win anything um, yeah. on a music show. Um, and they actually beat Limitless, ironically, which we were just talking about. <laughs> um, they were on the music show My First and Last, which is a great song, like a huge hit and like really, really successful for like NCT as a whole. But it's really cute. Renjin just cries his way through like their, their encore and their <laughs> win. And honestly, my favorite part of My First and Last is the Mark Lee line. One of the all-time best Mark Lee moments where he's like, Let's talk about love. Let me talk about love. <laughs> like, yes, Mark Lee, talk about love. <laughs> uh, sweet, sweet kids. Love this song. So uh, in Korean, it's called Majibak Chosarang, which is my last first love. Mm. So that's why it's called my first and last in English. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very boyish. It's very young love. Yeah. You know, uh, and that there's that charm of that. I don't really stand for this song, but I, I understand its appeal. Mm-hmm. Also just like important in the grand NCT timeline. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, really yeah. kind of I feel like it really made like, oh, like it's, it's, you know, I'm going back to my sports analogy, but it's like when, you know, JV plays varsity in practice and like beats them. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, that like wasn't necessarily supposed to. That wasn't in the plan. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, and I'm not saying that they shouldn't have beat 127 because like obviously it's a great song, but like I just think it wasn't it was expected from them to like have that role. And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. NCT Dream was like this really, you know, significant force like yeah, for SM this- and really a successful group. All right, what is your number three favorite dream song? All right, my number three is Candlelight. Sarang on that to share. Which is a ballad. Ballady. Love a ballad. There's, there's a little bit of other elements in there, but it's, it's, it's mostly a ballad. I love ballads. This Don't is we all? well established. We love an SM ballad to too. <laughs> an SM ballad is really special it's a because special beast. Because it kind of like toes the line between like a very serious or like heavy song and also like, oh, look at these pretty faces. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? The perfect combination, <laughs> in perfect my opinion. Combination, sure. Um I really like the song. I think it's really sincere. I think it's really cute. And I just think it's a well written song, well performed song. I was on the YouTube page for this today because I did not actually know the song until you put it on mm. this list. I missed it. It was a station song. Yeah. 
And all the YouTube comments are like, they're singing to Mark because Mark's gone. <laughs> it was like, apparently right when Mark left the group yes, or like hit yeah. one of his last songs before he left Dream. And like all of them were like, we miss you, Mark. Come back. And I was like, I get it. But also like he has a lot going on. All right. What is your number one? Because We Go Up was your number two. What's yes, your number one? We Go one? Up was my number two. My number one. I think it's number one by far. Boom. I really like this song. I still listen to it. I don't think I've stopped listening to it since it came out. When I first heard it, I was really curious to hear, because this was their first like lead, lead, lead single since Mark left. Mm -hmm. And I genuinely just enjoyed it so much. Watching this music video felt like, oh, this is a six-person group. That's it. Totally. This is the unit. Yeah, it's fully realized. You don't even, I mean you realize that Mark's gone, but like, you don't, you're not like, oh, where the fuck is yeah. Mark? If like, I didn't know that yeah. Mark Lee existed. What a sad existence. That would be. <laughs> sure. But <laughs> if I didn't know that Mark was part of NCT Dream in the first place, yeah. I would not have thought, oh, this group had another rapper in it. You know right. what I mean? Um, I think the rap's really good. Both mm-hmm. Jano and Jamin kill it. Absolutely. Uh, I think all the singing's really great. I think Hechan gets to show off. Oh, yeah. Like so much in this. Love it. Jisong has some really good lines too. His voice has gotten so deep and so yeah, pleasant. He yeah. like obviously went through puberty because he was like a literal yes. child when when Dream I mean, debuted. He's still a literal child. He was he born is. in 2002. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so what? old. I'm so old. 2002? <laughs> it's also funny to go because we went from like the NCT 127 like superhuman comeback was essentially the last time we saw Hitchon. Yeah. And then, you know, they had this comeback and all of a sudden you're like, oh, Hitchon looks so old because yeah. like, he looks so young in 127 and then you put him in Dream and you're like, oh, he's yeah. like a person. <laughs> in this music video, he wears like that leather jacket that makes you're his like, shoulders look wider. He looks like a man. I was like, when did that happen? What? <laughs> Bro, what? Yeah, I also, I'm glad you mentioned Jeno and Jamin because they really stepped up, they I really think, in up. Mark's absence. Yeah. I think a lot of people also have been talking about Jeno specifically just in terms of like leadership yeah. in this group right. um, since Mark. A lot of charisma. Also, like, he's, like, known to be the cute guy. <laughs> but like, he he's, like, really cool in this. Really cool. And he has, like, this very energetic dance style that's, yeah. I think, yeah. very unique. And, like, I, it's almost hard to describe. It's, like, very strong. And, like, yes. he just, like, really hits these moves in a very specific in way. In Korean, it's called pangyok. Pangyok is, like, uh, yeah, I mean, I said the Korean word because I don't can't describe it in English. Um, <laughs> I'll take your word for yeah, it. Yeah, it just means, like, strength. And it, it means, like, precision with strength. Mm. Um, and he has a lot of pang Yeah, he's got that great part at the end um, where he just like hits the like dun 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 dun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they all just like go crazy with him at the front. Yeah, okay. Really so great. let's talk about this choreo yeah. real quick because uh, it's wild. It's really good. It's <laughs> it's so good. It's also insane to have people singing and rapping while they're doing this because they're, I mean, you can say this is the case with a lot of boy bands and, and K-pop groups. You can point to a group like Seventeen because they do like acrobatics right you know and like there are also 13 of them yeah and they do a lot less like singing individually this is six of them and right. they're going insane with the moves yeah they do like a spinning kick at the end which I'm like you're supposed to land that you're supposed to know that that's coming through the entire song how do you even do that maybe I'm just really unathletic and that, that <laughs> seems like very foreign and superhuman to me but 
I was so impressed watching this choreo. Yeah, it's amazing. And they perform this song so often and so long. Yeah. Like, they started performing it when it came out on the music shows. Then they went all the way through, like, all their concerts. And they went all the way into the award shows, just doing boom at every single award show. And one, like, it's a testament that you don't get tired of it because it's yeah. extremely good. Yeah. And two, it's just like, holy shit. Like, it must every be time. exhausting. I know. These I poor mean, kids. This, this is why they're kids. And I know. <laughs> yeah, they have um, the energy. Yeah, they that really us, do. Us old washed souls don't have. Oh my God, seriously. Um, so yeah, at the end of the day, love NCT Dream. Please make them a fixed unit. And at the very least, just like don't split some of them up. All right. Do you want to talk wavy? Wavy. Wavy. Very ironically, I was talking to Isaac about this outline. And I was like, like, what are your top three Wavy songs? Like, I love Wavy. And Isaac was <laughs> like, I don't speak Chinese. <laughs> yeah, listen, like, I don't want to sound like a, a very, like, close-minded person. Like, no. I listen, you know, I listen to songs in Mandarin and, sure. and in Japanese growing up. You know, I listen to a lot of Jay Chow. I You've expand, got two languages in your head already. It's yeah, <laughs> well, I, I have expanded my horizons. And, like, you know, I've listened to a lot of... You kiss songs that were in Japanese because their Japanese music is like so much better than the Korean music, in my opinion. <laughs> but as of late, there's so much K-pop out there. Oh my God, yeah. And I, at least I understand Korean and I understand <laughs> English. And I've just kind of made a conscious decision. You know, I know these groups have a lot of songs outside of Korea that are not in Korean or English. But I just don't have the brain space for them. I'm so sorry. Oh my God. And I was not calling you out. It was just such an ironic moment where you looked at me and you were like, Psh, I don't speak that language. Why would I listen to that? I don't speak that language. And I was like, I can't relate. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have no, like, I no, understand I totally the appeal it. of people listening to music that's not in their own language. I listen to a lot of reggaeton, which is in Spanish, a sure. language that I do not speak. Yeah. But, it's just when the alternative is a language that is my actual first language, right. which is Korean. And there are 7,000 million songs yeah, coming like out I'm every day. Yeah, I'm going to just go with those because they sure. take up enough of my musical satiation or totally. whatever. Totally. And it's not like the members of Wavy aren't doing a million other things. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that really wasn't a call. It. I just thought it was really funny. I was like... <laughs> I just don't want anybody oh, to be mad at me no, for this. No, please. Um, okay, so I love Wavy. And like I said, Isaac and I just started talking about NCT really when Wavy debuted, which is now just over a year ago. So they're technically a very new group, the newest mm. of the NCT groups. The members are Ten, Lucas, Kun, Winwin, Shaojun, Yang Yang, and Hendry. Um, so four of those were already NCT members. And then the final three that I just mentioned are the newest NCT members. Yes. And they are members of NCT. And so Wavy doesn't have that many songs yet. They've had too many albums. And we're, I'm going to talk about my top three, which is technically our top three, but it's my top three. And <laughs> it's our top three that I'm going to latch on to. <laughs> yes, thank you. But I'll actually go ahead and start with what I have as my number two, which is when they, Wavy debuted... They initially basically did Chinese versions of NCT One Two Seven songs. Mm -hmm. um, so they did. Their... Just in case there was any doubt that they were part of NCT. <laughs> no, how are we still having this debate? How, why is this I a debate? I actually don't understand. <laughs> it's not a discussion. It's not. So they first came out with a music video for the Chinese version of Regular, and then they also did Comeback on their first album, and also just on like various music shows. And I love NCT 127. I really do. I love mm -hmm. them. And I love their versions of these songs. The wavy versions are so elite. Wow. And so much better. Okay. I truly feel this way. And truly, no shade to NCT 127 because, again, like, I really love... If we'd done NCT Top 5s, like, regular absolutely would have been, like, in our 127 Top 5. Uh -huh. And I also really love Comeback. Just for some reason, the wavy versions just hit different. Okay. And they hit better, I think. Um, All right. The video for regular specifically was, like, our first introduction to wavy. And 
I love 10 more than almost any other idol. <laughs> um, so I'll just get that out of the way right now. Yeah. Um, Can we just do a quick... Uh, appreciation of 10. Oh my God, I would love to. I would love nothing this more. This dude is the one of the most multi-talented people I've ever seen grace my computer screen. It's insane. He's a star. I actually don't understand how did he grow up to become 10? You know what I mean? <laughs> like <laughs> We could be here all day. It's, it's pretty wild. It's insane. I saw him like initially in Baby Don't Stop. And like in twenty eighteen, we will talk about that. And also in Seven Cents, actually, was when we first saw him, which we will, which also, we will also be talk talking about. about. <laughs> but it's so clear that they saw him, and they were like, "We're going to build a group around him." Yes, and like you can build anything around him, and it's yeah. going to be good. He seems like one of those like once in a generation type guys. He is, and he's had those a couple solo songs as well on the station, and they're both extremely <laughs> good. Like and it. we've got to get a ten solo career going. Um, eventually, you know. Eventually, when he's done with his like seven groups that he's in, he's also in Super M as I'm sure yes. if you if you've listened this far, you know. Um, but he just is an incredible dancer, like absolutely one of the best dancers in K-pop. So I remember when NCT. 2018, back when there were, you know, mm-hmm. it was like 18 it of was them. 18 of yeah, them. It was yeah. 18 of them. They showed up to either Trugan Idol or it was Weekly Idol or Idol Room. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But they showed up and the hosts asked the group, so who's your best dancer? And I every single one of them, it was just like immediate response 10. Oh, it's 10 for Absolutely sure. Absolutely no hesitation. It's 10. 10 is the best dancer. It was just, it was just like. <laughs> There like, was no no hesitation. Jisung was there, right. you know. Mark and Taeyong were there, which who were right. all awesome all main dancers, dancers in their main own groups. dancers. Yeah, but then they were all just like, no, it's ten. Yeah. So he's the best dancer in NCT number one. Yes, like according to them. Right. And then number two, he's a great rapper and singer. Great singer. And he speaks however many five thousand languages. He I don't speaks know. Literally, I think four, growing on five languages. Because he's in this group, but he actually doesn't speak. We should say that he doesn't speak Mandarin technically. Yeah. Or now he's well, he does now. But, but he's not, learning. It's yeah. not his natural. So he's Thai. Mm-hmm. He studied abroad. So he's fluent in English, fluent in Thai, fluent in Korean. Yeah. Uh, because he's obviously promoted to the Korean group for a long yes. time. His Korean accent, by the way, is really good. Is it? Yeah. It's. it's I've actually, I was actually really surprised that he was because I didn't like do any research into the group. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we already mentioned Seven Cents, so let's spoil Seven Cents. <laughs> uh, I, I watched the Seven Cents and, and then like later I watched Baby Don't Stop. And then that's that's when I started like okay I should do research into these kids, and then I found out Ten was Thai and I was like, wait no he he has to be like half Korean but like was born in Thailand or something nope just pure Thai, and the guy can speak Korean so well he's I was so like, smart I was shocked yeah he and his English accent's really good too yeah he, so you met him I did when I interviewed him he was like apologizing he was like my English isn't that good he was like talking to Lucas in Mandarin and like doing like juggling all these languages and I was like I don't know what you're talking about like, you are so fluent and so smart. And just delightful. But yeah, we stand 10 so we hard. We stand 10. <laughs> this guy, yeah. I, there I, was there was no way we weren't going to do a little 10 segment there. It right. just had to happen. I Last episode, I compared Jungkook to LeBron James. Uh-huh. I think 10 is like Zion Williamson. Oh my God. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I don't know how what you mean, this, but I agree. <laughs> yeah. Like, how is this possible? Like, I don't understand how this, because Zion Williamson is like a 6'6", 300-pound guy who just jumps out of the gym and it's insane. <laughs> Like, it physically doesn't make any sense. And, like, that's kind of how I feel about 10. Like, this shouldn't make sense. That's true. You, like, you watch him dance and you're like, how does this little body, like, doing all yeah. of that? When did you have the time to be the best dancer in NCT and be a great rapper and be a great singer? 
and learn all these languages. Totally. Like, and be just delightful. Doesn't like temporally line yeah. up. Also, while we're on the side thing, um, one of my favorite things Ten has ever done is a cover, a dance cover of Lovely by Billie Eilish and Khalid with Win Win. I have not seen this. Oh my God, it's so good. I'm going to send it to you immediately. Okay. It's actually one of my favorite. Like it was, I think what made me go like, he is like one of my all-time favorites. Like mm. when I saw it, I was like, holy shit. Anyway. Back to back to Wavy. That was a long tangent. Wavy very clearly built around Ten is yes. the uh, the end of that tangent. Well, also Kun and Kun, right? Yeah. So Kun is the leader of Wavy, and he was in NCT 2018. He also did the Chinese version of some of the NCTU ballads. Yes, yeah. Um, and so he was kind of like very quietly like in SM's basement, just like waiting for his <laughs> chance, and like then he was given it. Um, he's a really good vocalist. Um, oh yeah, and yeah, he's great. Lucas obviously was in NCT as well NCDU he was on Boss which we'll also talk about later mm-hmm. we're spoiling our whole next segment yes um, and then Win Win also moved from NCT 127 to mm-hmm. Wavy Lucas real quick one of the best rapper voices that I've heard in a while it's such a pleasant voice very pleasant yeah um, and we can also talk about that in our next segment as well because he um, he has some good rap moments in some of those songs but yeah you know I wasn't I wasn't quite sure about Lucas until Take Off which I can I guess I can talk about now. Yeah. So this was Wavy's first single. Yes. And you know, they they hadn't had their own song yet. They'd only been doing just like essentially their own covers of one, two, seven songs. And I was like, okay, these are great, but like they're so good, like we need their own song, yeah. like give them their own music. So they have this really cool concept where it's Wish V, which is like take over the moon. And it's like this whole, like, Takeoff was their first single. Moonwalk was their second single. And it's kind of a very cool, like, space concept, Mm. kind of, that sort of unites both of their singles so far. Um, And Takeoff is just a really good song. I love Takeoff. I was really impressed by it. I I thought it was really good. It's really good. It's really catchy. It shows off their vocalists really well. Shows off 10 really well, obviously. Get a, gets a great dance break in there. Gotta have it. Gotta have it. And yeah, I got I got the Lucas thing. When I watched this, I was like, I get Lucas now. Yeah. Jun, I think, is a really great underrated vocalist as well. He's oh, yeah. great in He's this. He's the other main vocal, right? Uh, he and Kuhn and 10 are like kind of the three, the three main yeah. vocalists. Um, and then Yang Yang, who's adorable. And uh, who am I forgetting? Hendry. Hendry, of course, the other the other rapper, dancer. Really, Wavy is just adorable in general. Okay. <laughs> All, I'll take your word for it. Just the best boys. Um, I, oh, sorry, I have a question. Please. You didn't get Lucas in the beginning? I did. You know, I'm like, I'm I'm overly... Isn't that guy like extremely handsome? Okay, so here's the thing. I'm like overly suspicious when someone is too handsome <laughs> and like I don't want to be dragged in. Like I know, I'm like, I know what? what you're trying to do and I know you want me to like him just because he's handsome and you're not going to get me like that. And he's so, also talented. He is also extremely talented. And that's what I got when I saw a takeoff. But at wow. first, I was suspicious of him because I was like, you're the handsome one. And I know that they want me to like you just because of your face. And it's not <laughs> going to work that way. And obviously, I do now like him. And again, I also met him. And he was also fucking delightful. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, like, truly one of the like most genuinely earnest people I've ever met. Which okay. I think really comes across in yeah. like everything he does. He's just like, tries so hard and is so like delightful. But yeah, I was earlier I was like a little suspicious of Lucas. I was like, your face makes me suspicious of you, and they will not get me this easily. But they did ultimately in the end. That's how it always turns out. Okay. And then Wavy's most recent single was Moonwalk, um, which was kind of an expansion of takeoff. It's like, you know, now they're going to the moon. Yeah. I listened to this space. today because you put this on the outline. Indeed. I really, I I really liked it. I would have gone with Love Talk for mm, this. Yeah. That's another song I listened to. Yeah, I mean, 
I feel like the preamble made it seem like I've never listened to any wavy song <laughs> that's ever. That's not true at that's all. That's not true. I've like listened to them. I just don't like actively participate sure, in there. Sure. Yeah, that's like my dream disclaimer. I was just like felt like I needed to say like I don't stand as hard yeah. as we do typically yeah. for these podcasts. Love Talk, I like I really like the English version of that song. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought it was really good. But you said before <laughs> we were taping, you said something that you didn't like it because it was too sensual. It's really a sexual song. Okay. Which I just, they're all my sons, you know, they're my seven precious sons. <laughs> and I just don't need Yang Yang singing about making it clap. Like I just, <laughs> that's not something that I need in my life. And that's something that I now have, unfortunately. Uh. Um, but I really liked Love Talk in uh, Chinese, but the English version I didn't love. Yeah. But you know, that's, we've talked about our English language quirks. Obviously you like the English songs better than I do, which is I, so ironic. Yeah, I guess, <laughs> I, I guess I'm like the xenophobic, like... <laughs> English first supremacist. I think I'm learning so much about you. I, am I? Am I a dick? I guess. I mean, <laughs> no. Liking love talk is never a bad thing. Okay, thank it's you a great so much. Song. Thank you for reaffirming my, the vocalists my morality. Sound great. And also, just one more shout out to Ten's dance break and moonwalk because anytime yeah. you have a, a wavy song, it must have a Ten dance break. That is the law. Always shout out to Ten. Always eternal shout out. Um, I wanted to say real quick before we get into NCTU. Mm-hmm. So we talked about you know the rumors about NCT Dream where they were going. Obviously, wavy was like the first real sort of cross-borders NCT unit. Yeah. I really thought, there have been rumors about NCT Indonesia. I really thought we were going to get an NCT Japan tied to the Olympics. Oh, yeah. I like would have put, this time last year, I like would have put money on it. Were I a betting woman? I was like positive they were going to take Utah. They were going to add some new Japanese members. Maybe they were going to take somebody who can speak Japanese okay. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of like they did with Ten. He wasn't necessarily like a Chinese speaking member, but they were just like, you can, you know, come over here, do that. And they didn't do that. And I, I was shocked, actually. <laughs> I do wonder if they're waiting until they, like, have more members that mm, they, that could transfer. Yeah. So yeah. they don't, like, right, lose Utah. There were, right. And there were a million, not a million, but there were four uh, initial NCT members who became part of Wavy. And then they only had to add three. So that would make sense yeah. if they were waiting to, like, debut some new ones and then start that. Or you can just think about the NCT Japan unit as just NCT 127. Totally. You know, because they yeah. release songs over there. Yeah, as we absolutely. Talked about and speaking of that, Super M's making a big Japanese push mm. soon too, I think. So we'll see. Maybe they'll just keep pushing the K-pop groups over there. Yeah. Um. All right. Finally, the ex- perhaps the most confusing of the NCT <laughs> subunits, NCTU. Isaac, how would you describe NCTU? <sighs> NCTU. I would describe NCTU as... Just a mix and match, just free for all. <laughs> Whoever SM wants to do this, you know, it's not confusing if you don't think about it too hard. You just <laughs> think so about true. it as like, oh, it's whatever they want. Right. Is what this it is. It makes sense after you learn the rest of NCT. I yeah. think if you start with NCTU, then you're confused. It, yeah. If you have a pretty good grasp of the infrastructure of NCT, <laughs> then NCTU, right. it, it's it's more the exception, not the rule. Right. And That's that why makes we're ending sense. with it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, so there aren't that many NCTU songs out. It's kind of how they like started testing, I think, combinations. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then they haven't put out as many recently. Um, so we do each have our top three NCTU songs, but we have a lot of overlap. Yes, we do. Um, we only have one different one. Mm. I'll go ahead and start with my number three, and then we can do your number two, and then do our the yeah, other two. Yeah, because we share... My one and three and your yeah. one and two are the yes. same. Yeah. Um, so my number three NCTU song is I Have Without You.
Which is really a way to talk about all the vocalist songs. Who um, are really great. <laughs> really, really great. So Without You is uh, Tail, Jaehyun, and Doyoung, which are the main vocalists of NCT 127. This was the first kind of vocalist debut for NCT. Mm-hmm. And their vocalists are really good. Like, as we've come to expect and as we've talked about on the rest of this podcast. Right. Really, really good. And I actually, I was going to complain about this earlier, but I'm going to do it now instead. Um, Jaehyun does not get his due. In NCT that he deserves. He doesn't get his due because he's not the best at anything, but he's like the third best at everything. At everything, yeah. He's not the best vocalist, but he's the third best vocalist in 127. He's not the best dancer in 127, but he's like the third best dancer in 127. He's not like the visual, but he's like super handsome. He's super likable. He doesn't I think, speak. I think there's going to be a lot of people online who disagree with I, you. Well, I love Jaehyun, actually, so he maybe is the most. <laughs> yeah. I do agree with that. That's another one where I'm like being overly cautious. <laughs> um, he doesn't speak the best English, but he speaks really good English. Yeah. You know, he's like almost number one in everything. Yeah. And I think that he needs like his due. He's the jack of all trades. He is. He's yeah. extremely multi-talented. He's like the right, everybody's right-hand man. Right. Um, and we're going to talk about NCT 2018 later as well and finish with that. But uh, this point extends to that song as well. Um, right. I mean, while we're talking about vocalists, <laughs> please. special shout out to Toyoung, who we have not mentioned enough. Toyoung is your guy. Tail's my guy. Toyoung's your guy. That dude's voice He's is great. insane. He's so good. I, I was, was going to talk about um, Baby Don't Like It. As mm. my, uh, yeah, which I you. actually switched in for Cherry Bomb at the last minute, which did not appear to be a choice that you approved of. No, not um, at all. So I had Baby Don't Like It as my third favorite NCT 127 song. And Doyoung in that song is so good. His vocal control, I'm, I'm genuinely impressed by every yeah. time I, I listen. Because for vocalists, it's really tough to get away from the one style that you do. Mm-hmm. you know. But he has the ability that's even for an SM vocalist, really broad range you know what I mean like he can he can sing really tough or he can sing really soft and he has a really good control and he's so young and a lot of vocalists don't have that when they're young and I I was I'm super impressed by him um he also is really good at putting emotion into his song he's like he's up there with like Baekhyun for people who like really really insert like that emotion into their face and their voice like when they're singing right um especially in Baby Don't Like It where he looks like someone just absolutely broke his heart I'm like oh who did (laughs) you wrong so yeah Do Young Tail and Jaehyun are on Without You which is an NCTU song um and there have been several NCTU vocalist songs they did Mm -hmm. Timeless as well and again, like Kuhn is on the Chinese version of these. Yes. Um, and then they did Coming Home actually this past year, which I was actually really excited about. I love a K-pop Christmas song and mm. I love a ballad. And this was a ballad. A rich text. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this was basically, um, it was Jaehyun, Tail, Doyoung, and Hechan. And they were basically just walking around in coats, singing in the snow. I was like, this is everything I want <laughs> from an NCTU song. This is also a station song. Yes. Um, and I just love, I just love the vocalists. I think they're underrated as NCT goes. Yeah, uh, they're like overshadowed by how good the rap line is. Yeah, sometimes, but SM they know how to make vocalists. They sure do. They know how to make. That's vocalists. like every podcast we get to, we get there some one way or another. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what is your? Um, well, your number two, and again, this is another one where I agreed with you, and then I just included something different yeah. so that we could talk about it. Uh-huh. Um, give me your number two NCT U song. My number two, baby, don't stop. I 
love Baby Don't Stop. This song <laughs> is so good. Really the pa- NCT power duo here. Yeah, it's two of the more popular and and, the, and two of the quote-unquote main mm-hmm. members of NCT. I don't think that's anything controversial. I agree. I think that's a fact. Uh, Taeyong is for sure. You know, he's the leader of he's NCT. He's like the face of NCT. Yeah. And then Ten, who we raved about. Our guy. We don't need to spend more time and on him, but we can if we want. <laughs> they're just they're just out here having fun. They're out uh, here dancing their hearts out. The choreo um, for this song is so fun. It is so fun. And I think the choice to have these two guys do it made a lot of sense. Because they could have made this a four-person song or a five-person song. And there's a lot of production decisions that could have been made that wasn't made mm. and they just decided to make this a duet That's and I a think great that point. was a really great choice by whoever the producers were because they're so good <laughs> it also it, it's like you said it really plays their strengths where I think 10 really sounds like Troy Sivan and I think mm. especially in this song he does he has just he sings like this very light chorus the whole way and yeah. then you get Taehyung where he's like stop and just like yeah, his, yeah, does yeah. his growly thing the whole time. Right. But like not in an aggressive way. It's just like very chill and like they're just really having fun. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I love the song so much. And I, in the Super M tour, there was a lot of questions about, you know, a lot of the members had collaborations with other members like yeah. in the past. And people were like, which collab songs are we going to get? And like people were like, oh, are we going to get like Pretty Boy? Like Kai and Timmin did Pretty Boy. They didn't do it on the tour, unfortunately. And that really broke my heart. But like, they didn't do very many past collabs between hmm. like members, but they did Baby Don't Stop. And the joy that <laughs> overtook really everyone when they yeah. started Baby Don't Stop and we were like, holy shit, finally, like our our dreams have been answered yeah. um, was just so pure. And they have so much fun still with it. It's actually really funny to like watch them do it now and like look back at like how they were then. Because mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't that long ago, but it's just like so much has happened since, especially like to these two members specifically. Right, right. Um, they blew up even more than they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's a great song. It's a fan favorite for sure. All right. Shall we discuss our overlaps? <laughs> let's do it. Really, these are, I think, maybe the top two. NCT All right, let's, songs. let's start with Boss. Boss! Boss, probably outside of what we're going to discuss momentarily, their most iconic. Yeah. I would say maybe the most university beloved like NCT song. Yeah. It's it's a pretty like, like we talked about with Limitless. It's a pretty like traditional K-pop song. Mm-hmm. Also, people just love to cover Boss. Like other oh, really? K-pop groups love Boss. A lot of covers out there. A lot of people like performing mm. Boss. Um, I think it's very accessible. Like, if somebody was like, oh, what is this NCT group you're talking about? Like, Mm. I would, like, maybe send them the Boss music video. Like, I would be like, here. Because, like, it just, I think, sums them up really well in a really, like, flattering way. You know, Mm. it has a good array of members. It's, like, a very, um, it's, like, kind of an aborted 127 lineup. Yeah, they introduced Chengu in here. Before, yeah, this is before. I think this is Lucas too, right? Was this Lucas's introduction? Yeah, they're as introducing well? Lucas. Yeah, so it's Taeyong, Mark, Lucas, Jaehyun, Jungwoo, Doyoung, and Winwin. Yeah, so this is kind of like some of the core members of One Two Seven, and then plus Chengu. This is pre him being right. part of One Two Seven. Yeah, and then Lucas pre him being part of Wavy. Yeah. Jungwoo was great in this song. Jungwoo's He's got that great. bridge. He's got the bridge. The little like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing the dance move and I know you guys know what He's I'm like talking scoop, about. Scooping <laughs> air? Scooping dance move. Yeah. Yeah, the, first of all, also great choreo in the song. Like very iconic, I guess you would say. That's yeah. so overused. But like, it's just got the like 
you know? We're yeah, doing a I, lot of choreo in the studio <laughs> at each other, and it's not coming across whatsoever. I don't really, I don't, I don't really like this choreo. You don't? I think it's good. I, I, you know, all, all entity choreo, sure. I think, is I good. I respect your honesty. All right, should we talk about our number one favorite? Ooh, okay. Well, we're up, we're at about an hour right now. <laughs> Expect another hour of this because uh, <laughs> we're going to be talking about The Seventh Sense. <laughs> In Korean, it's Ego Bunche Hamgak. It's, um, oh my god, this song it, is so incredible. Good. It's actually incredible. One of the strongest debut songs ever. It's up there. It's for sure up there. I think in recent years, there's really no debut song that can compare outside of maybe La Tata by mm. G Idol. That's mm-hmm. probably the only Ooh, song that's pick. like even close. <laughs> yeah. um, but this for sure takes the bag yes. for me. So this is Taeyong, Tan, Mark, Doyoung, and Jaehyun. So kind of like, just like a, the real core, I think, group mm-hmm. um, to start out. And I love how you can kind of tell that they knew what they had they with these guys did. from day one, you know? And I mean, you can even look back now and be like, okay, they built a group around him. They built a group around him. And yes. like, they built a group around him. <laughs> yeah. And then like Doyoung and Jaehyun are also there, <laughs> but like also great. And also yeah. like just absolutely carrying this entire song. Um, it's great. It has such a specific, like intense feel. Yeah. And that choreo that like goes along with it. That's just like very that choreo. It's, I mean, I downplayed boss. I think yeah. because I think I had this in mind. That's totally fair. Because this choreo is, it's perfect. Yeah. And actually when I was saying that you see people cover boss, there's a clip from, and I don't know which show it is, but there's a clip from a, one of, maybe it's one of the produce shows or like some trainee show where they're covering songs and they're picking like they draw a hat and then they pick mm. and nobody wants to cover the seven cents oh of course because they like can't do it <laughs> it's such a high level of difficulty yeah there's a reason why three of the, the guys picked for this unit are main dancers themselves right and also I think Toyoung and Jan really hang with them absolutely uh, yeah which, which is pretty impressive mm-hmm. so this song the music video I feel like is what pushes this over the top as far as like a like a Hall of Fame level debut because mm-hmm. the music video is so well shot, so well made, yeah, well edited, well cut. They're in like five different locations and they're, and they're cutting between the all red and the black and white and then the white room and then they're outside at one point and then like I really go back to the song partially because I love the song but a big part of this is because the music video is so pleasant to watch. And it has such a specific feeling. It has yes. like this very haunting, but like still very soothing vibe. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And such a specific like visual tone, I guess. Like, yes. And also they just like really, I love that they looked at Taeyong and they were like, you look like an anime character and we're going to like make you into an it. <laughs> like he has got the white hair yes. in this one. Yeah. And I love how they, I mean, obviously they've like toned it back a little bit, not that much. Um, but I just love how like they very clearly were like, this is your appeal and this is your appeal and we're going to like put you all together and make this crazy great song. Right. And like no one else is going to come anywhere near it for the next five years and like <laughs> good luck. But I mean, they kind of peaked. They they peaked at the start. Yeah. And obviously they've grown and they've improved blah, blah, blah. But like this song is, is I think the best, still the best thing the NCT has ever done. This is uh, again, another basketball comp. Forgive me. <laughs> Please. This is like Magic Johnson coming into the league and winning the title right away. Finals MVP. <laughs> That's the seven cents. That's the seven cents. I love it. 
we actually, I wanted to talk about NCTU um, because, again, in theory, we could have any pairing ever yeah, in the future for NCTU. Isaac, what would be your dream NCTU? I love what you put for this. I added this <laughs> in at the last minute. I said, what's our dream NCTU unit or song? And what did you say? I think it's the Seventh Sense group. <laughs> Bring them back. I think it's the five of them, but like today, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because they've all grown and they've all improved. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ten, like, wouldn't, I, ten wouldn't be settled now. <laughs> no. I would like to see them like just like record maybe five songs and just like oh see what God. happens because they're now evolved as artists. And Absolutely. If, you know, maybe like Taeyeon could rap. And sure. Taeyeon can sing. And like, I would like to hear that. Like, I, w- I want to see more of these five guys. I like all of them, but these five… I, you can't beat just the iconic debut that they had. Absolutely. They complement each other in a really specific way. I think right. it works really well. And I don't know if I've actually said this on a podcast, but I grew up loving TVXQ, the mm-hmm. original TVXQ when it was five of them. And I've always thought of them as a template of its its five members and they have their own specific thing, mm-hmm. their own specific charm. They have very unique voices. And I feel like this came close to that original TVXQ. And again, that's a compliment from me. That's not that's not to degrade these guys. I know that's true because we've talked about in the future doing our own supergroup draft. Yeah. And you always default to wanting five members. Like when we were talking about this, you were like, we yeah. should have five. And I was like, that's for not me, enough. What are you talking it's about? It's just the archetype for me. I know. Just having grown up with them and Big totally, Bang. Totally. Totally. You know, and they both have five members. Yeah. And they were the template. I mean, it's also, if you go historically, sure. H.O.T. had five members. Yeah, Shiny had five. Shiny yeah. had five. G.O.D. had five members. It was It's historically been kind of the number of the the top group until BTS, of course. And now we're expanding more and more. And now we're now expanding we have, more. Now, now we have now 21 we, members of NCT. <laughs> now we have 21 members of NCT. 13 uh, members of 17. Real quick, I said that my uh, dream NCTU unit, first of all, you know I'm always here for the vocalists. Yes. But I thought it would be fun to do like all the main dancers. Mm. Um, so maybe do like Ten, Taeyong, Jeno, Jisung, and then maybe like just another singer, maybe like Jaehan or Doyoung, somebody to like get a singer in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I just love a dance team. And I thought it would be fun to just like really go hardcore on all the dancers. <laughs> so that's my dream NCTU song. Please make it happen. <laughs> all right. Let's finish up by talking about NCT 2018. Yeah. Um, black on Black. Yeah. So NCT 2018 was just conglomeration of all the NCT members that they had in the year 2018. Yes. Conveniently, um, there were 18 of them. Conveniently, there were 18 of them. That was for sure planned. It was for sure planned. <laughs> and Black and Black is them showing off. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think only like three of the members actually have lines. So I actually watched this in advance and wrote down mm. everyone who has lines so that I would be able to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So I'm so glad you said that. So Taeyong and Mark have verses at yes. the beginning. Of course they do. Jisung has a dance break. Jeno has a very short rap and a dance break. Uh-huh. And then Yuta has a short dance focus. Lucas has a verse. Yes. And then Ten has a dance break because of course okay. he does. Um, so that's, that's more than I thought. Yeah. It actually, like, it kind of is a fun look at like who they thought the stars were at that time. Mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously they were right to a certain extent. Um, but yeah. it's always interesting to see like who they try to highlight and like who is where in these in these groups. And actually, I wanted to go back to what I said about Jaehyun because he does not get a highlight in the song, but he's mm. in the front on the side for everyone. Like if you oh. watch him during this whole song, he's like never really in the back. He's always like in the group that's around Taeyong, in the group that's around Mark, in the group. You know what I mean? And I'm mm. always like, you are always just like there almost. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, or you can think of it more positively. And, and, you know. This is my frustration speaking. I do love Jaehyun and I just want him to have a verse next time. But <laughs> I just, and the only reason I noticed this obviously is because I was watching him. But I'm just like, oh, so close. Like you're always almost right there. You can, maybe you, 
alternatively, you can think of him as the the missing piece. The the the. You're right. He holds everything together. Yeah, he holds, he's a staple. He You're holds right. everything together. You're right. I love Jahan. Please give him his due. SM. <laughs> um. So yeah, every basically every active NCT member was on stage and in this song. Which is just like an insane feat to think about, like yes. choreographing for eighteen people. Yeah, um, I'm also thinking about just like production wise, as, as somebody who's been on stage. Like, well, that's a lot of wireless packs for the in years. <laughs> like, that's not a tough thing to happen. But for TV shows, you know, do they have enough inputs on the board? Like, that's that's the stuff that my sure. brain defaults yeah. to. And I'm glad because like that's all the shit you don't think about. Yeah. But like this was such an impressive feat in yeah. so many ways. And all the costumes, making sure all right. of them are dressed correctly. Yeah. And are styled and look like NCT. We can we can make fun of how they're named and and like how mem- many members there are and it's so tough to keep track and all of that. But this is a feat. This is an accomplishment. Absolutely. that SM pulled this off. SM historically has wanted this to happen since Super Junior, since XO. They have tried iterations of right. this and they finally landed with NCT. Mm-hmm. And they're pulling it off rather well. And we should applaud them for that. Yeah, I agree. And I think, I mean, we have even more members now. We don't know if we'll get an NCT 2020 or an NCT 2021, which would technically work numbers-wise, because now we have 21 members with the addition of the three extra wavy boys. Maybe NCT 2021 is coming if we don't get... Yeah, that would be my guess, is that they would go NCT 2021, and then like the next year, they'll do a second wave of Mm -hmm. new members added or a new unit. Or expanding overseas somewhere that's not in mainland China or mm-hmm. Korea or the U.S. Yeah. Hey, like we could see an, an NCT South America or something. We could you know? see. There's, I mean, that's the whole point. Is it's like very. It's limitless, as they say. It's, it's um. limitless. <laughs> it's um. You can't really predict where this group is going to go because they're already so outside of conventions right. in K-pop. So yeah. And it's important, I think, to note also that they're, I mean, they're pushing, sort of pushing boundaries in terms of structure and things like that. But they're also really pushing boundaries in terms of culture. You know, they have members from all around the world. They have speaking a million different languages. You know, even just within Wave E, Yang Yang speaks German and like, you know, Ten speaks a million languages. And like, it's this very interesting mix and this very interesting evolution of K-pop and like, what is K-pop? And like, you know, how far does the industry expand and how far is it going to expand? And I just am really, really I guess I just have a lot of respect for SM for making these experiments happen and yeah. being largely successful. NCT is a success. Super M is a success. Yeah. And, you know, I just love, I love a big swing, you know, and NCT is the biggest of swings. NCT is the biggest of swings. And I think, I think they hit it out of the park. I agree. I agree. Wow. We have so many mixed sports metaphors in this podcast. <laughs> hey, we, we are the ringer after all. It's this is true. Ringer Dish. You know what you signed up for. And pop culture media company. We sure are. All right. Well, on that note, I think we've pretty much done NCT to death today. You think? I think so. (laughs) Um, Basically, it's not that confusing. They're one of the most exciting and interesting things in K-pop today. We have no doubt that will continue into the future. Mm -hmm. Um, So get psyched for Neozone on Friday. I'm psyched. I know Isaac's psyched. I can just tell looking at him. He's so psyched, you guys. I, I want to actually go through and like see all the videos of like. Yeah, you got to do it now. Snippets. You have so much content to catch yeah, up on. I had no idea this was happening. Well, you're welcome. I'm glad this podcast helped someone. All right. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. We're still not quite sure of the future of these K-pop pods, much like NCT Dream. We're just taking it one day at a time. One like, day at a time. Like Mark Lee. So if you'd like more of these, uh, like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a nice little review on Apple, nice little five-star rating. And tell us what you'd like us to cover in the future if you want that super group draft. Get in our mentions. Please. Uh, You're at Kate Halliwell. I'm at Kate Halliwell. 
You're at Isaac K. Lee. Yes. We know each other so well. <laughs> We're such good friends. <laughs> We're such good friends. Um, all right, that's it. I'm Kate Halliwell. That's Isaac Lee. This has been an episode of Ringer Dish K-Pop. Thanks for listening. And City in the House. And City. And City.